in honor of former professional wrestler Scott Hall, who will be uh, appearing at the Frederick Keys game on Friday night, in place of his partner, uh, Kevin Nash, uh, the, the Outsiders. Ayo. 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 You know I'm the bad guy. Say hello to, to the, the bad guy. That's all we got. That's all we got this week, folks. Just uh, another sports podcast. Welcome in uh, Greg Swatek, Josh Smith, Colin McGuire here with you after a refreshing week off where Josh uh, watched little to no sports at all. Refreshing for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Colin, Colin was here grinding away. Colin was here grinding away, not recording a podcast in, in, in our place, but we're Happy to be back and uh, and have some things to talk about. I mean, our baseball teams, our local baseball teams are struggling. Uh, the Orioles have been bad all year. The Nats have hit a rut, and, and, and the Frederick Keys are off to a bad start here in the second half of the season. So not a lot of uplifting. See, base- yeah, that's it. We'll see you later. Right. But we'll, we'll, we'll touch a little bit on that. Uh, we'll touch a little bit on, on some, some World Cup. Um, uh, NBA free agencies uh, uh, coming up, so um, so we do have uh, NFL training camps are about a month away. So we so we do have some stuff. To this is wow, yeah, this NFL, is the, wow. the dead time of the year. I mean, we're already talking about like let's get yeah. ready for NFL training camps. Or uh, what I, I saw online today, there was uh, you know the, the Sports Illustrated starting to release their where are they now stories. I read a big mm-hmm. one on Sammy Sosa, which was where really is good. he now. He actually, uh, he apparently lives and, and works, uh, he's a businessman largely um, now, and he lives in the United United Arab Emirates. Oh, wow. And uh, he's apparently changed his appearance. Yeah, he, he well, you, you haven't you seen photos of him? This was the first I had seen. Doesn't he have a mu- much lighter complexion? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. almost like Michael Jackson-esque. And right. Michael Jackson something going on there. Spent a lot of time in the UAB, the okay. United Arab Emirates. Yeah, something in the water weird. there. Yeah. I, I, I thought I saw pictures of him. So it's not that long ago. It's not the article you're referencing, but it's like, man, did he change his complexion to a much lighter complexion? Yeah. So, but anyway, now you know, you know, the the doldrums are, are upon us in sports when when SI has their uh, where are they now issue. That's true. So is, it, is that going to be the only issue? Because now SI is like bi or bi weekly now. So, well, um, if you remember, that's always the one they would do, and then they wouldn't have an issue the next week. Right. Was, so I guess it's coming out soon. Okay. Well, where, where, where do you want to start? Do you want to start baseball, NBA free agency? Uh, Reza Ramon. Hey, yo. We should have planned that out before we started, huh? Yeah. Well, for, let's start there. Who's going, to the, who's going to the Keys game to see Razor Ramon? Colin? Come on. Uh, uh, is that Saturday I think Friday? it's Friday. Friday, Friday, yeah. I guess I could. Actually, the, the PR guy from the Keys emailed me at least 20 times this week. The same press release that oh, you okay, sent over. Okay. I sent it to Alan. And we, so I think I bet I could get in if I oh, yeah. placed, a, placed an email. <clears throat> I have to go over and get a Q and A with uh, with Razor, with, with, not with Razor. I should with Razor, but uh, with, with a player. So I might, I might shake his hand uh, if, if he happens to be. There I wouldn't want to shake his hand. I want a picture. I'd want him to sign my belly. I would. I would hope he's signing autographs shirtless with that glorious <laughs> chest hair. It's, it's probably out for everyone to see. It's probably pretty gray by now. I mean, his hair is gray. Yeah. Didn't yeah. he? Was he one of those guys who? Um, what he was his hair always wet? Oh yeah. 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 Like what is yeah. it they put in their hair? I don't that, know. Like because I remember Mister Perfect, who was like one of my all-time favorites, always had wet hair. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like oil, or if it was water. No, I think it was gasoline. It been, yeah. If anybody lit a match was. during any, they can't get too close <laughs> to the pyro as it, they come it, out. It might. It might be some product, but I'm sure. So, <laughs> 
<laughs> the pyro like lights him up. That would yeah. be so WWE, wouldn't it? Like somebody catches on yeah. fire. Didn't happen to Michael Jackson way yeah. way back when. Yeah, that's the second Michael Jackson reference. Whoa! And here's the third one in this. Uh, his dad died today. Joe that's Jackson. right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Greg. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you got, after that segue. Um, no, no, I, I think they do use some product in the hair of the wrestlers, but I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, well, I'm sure oh, there's some water, uh, yeah. uh, enhancement. You wouldn't know uh, anything about well. hair products, Greg. No, I would not. So. <laughs> or not at least in the last decade or so. Um, so, uh, tell me he'll have, he'll have a toothpick in and his shirt off and his hair wet. Like that's what, that's my I, highest. I, he'll hope. definitely have a toothpick. I, I'd yeah. say, I'd say one out of yeah. those three. Yeah. So. You've seen wrestlers over there. I've met Mick Foley, King Kong Bundy, and, um, I think that's it. So I've never met Bret Hart was there. Wait, I, I, really? Bret Hart's a big guy. Wasn't George Animal Steel over there once? Yeah, I, I might have said hello to him, but I his, yeah it didn't really he was interact eating popcorn, with him that much. Like yeah. it looked like the turnbuckle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who died? Who else? Big Van Vader. Oh, my sweet. friends texted yeah. me about that. That guy used to scare the s out of me because he because he came out with that big uh, like mask on. He was mm-hmm. probably the last dude who really scared me. Yeah, man, it's time. Yeah, it's time. And uh, do you, have you guys read the the big story, the folklorish story about Big Van Vader? No, wrestling, please. Wrestling in Japan in the eighties, and uh, he got accidentally he got hit in the eye and his eyeball popped out. Oh. And he, uh, in the middle of the match, like grabbed it and put it back in and there's like blood everywhere and he continued the match and they finished it. Wow. There's actually video on YouTube too. No way. Yeah. No, Mick Foley had his ear ripped off too. So yeah, an eyeball didn't pop out. Bang, bang. No. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So. Okay. So where do we go now, Greg? (laughs) Can we do our Paul Bearer impersonations again now? (laughs) Where do we go now? Well, I mean, when, 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 what should the Orioles do? Uh, I guess is where we should start. They should be relegated. And, and, and when, and, <laughs> Can they do that? They, they should push them to Frederick. Just push the entire <laughs> Orioles team to Frederick. Well, have, have they already screwed up by waiting so long? Because now these guys are losing losing a lot of trade value. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, true. By, by waiting so long. Yeah. Like, like who's going to trade for Chris Davis if, if they've well, had a prayer yeah. of trading him? Who's going to trade for uh, – I mean, I guess Adam Jones is, is – is, picked it up recently here but but who's going to trade for their pieces now that are, uh, i mean britain just got back so i think i think that's being overblown honestly the adam, trade value stuff you mean yeah i don't i don't buy that like well what now manny machado is not a great player or something that people people he's not going to be quite as uh clamored for maybe, maybe, I, I, I haven't heard a lot I maybe, maybe maybe i'm just overstating yeah it, so. i think maybe that's being overstated i and you know look at the look at the guys we're talking about britain's coming back He's sort of rounding back into form. They're going to need him. They're going to need him now even more than ever because, like everybody in their bullpen is hurt. Um, so he's going to show his value here in the next few weeks. Adam Jones is still a commodity for a contending team. He's a leader. He can play. I mean, he's not wherever he goes. He's not going to play center probably, but he can play all the outfield positions. You have to imagine he could adjust and play wherever they want him to in the outfield. Did you hear he just bought Cal Ripken's uh, house? In, uh, yeah, we talked. Know, to, we or, talked or, about or this, Rice didn't we? Town. No, we didn't. We uh, never no, mentioned. No, no, we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so I guess he's committed to living in the Baltimore area in the off season at the very and least. And if you remember, so. like Lock and Foro, when we had him on, he said, "Let, let people are obviously very uh, passionate about him, and they they like him a lot in, in the Baltimore area." 
but let him go and maybe he just comes back and finishes his career here there's mm. nothing wrong with that yeah. they need to get something for him and i think he still will be seen as okay this guy's a veteran leader he can do something for our clubhouse he can do something uh, you know for our outfield he can hit I mean, he's still going to hit 20 home runs this year, probably. And, and, and he's so valuable. Hit 270. And, and look what he does in the community, too. Yeah, he's like, a great he's, person. Like, like, he's so valuable in the community, too. So, I, I think Baltimore will be his home. Sure. Uh, ultimately. And he won, the, he won the auction for Cal Ripken's house. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that says something So, who about else that. are we talking so. about on the block here? I, Brock, I mean, he's probably not had a great season, but I, he's, still, he's still somebody you can get a prospect for, I would think. Yeah. Who I mean, who else are we talking about here? And, and, and what should they be going after? I guess is maybe a better question. Like what I mean, starting pitching uh, for sure, but but should they try and fill some other needs uh, as well? Yeah. So, I mean, what, what what are the big needs for the Orioles? Uh, I mean, uh, th- their offense has fallen off a cliff. I, I mean, yeah. after, after being one of the best in baseball for about three straight seasons. So. I mean, haven't we heard that um, from Jason and, and the like that their minor league system has like no infield prospects to speak of whatsoever right I, I think that's the case so I think they, they need to look there uh, they need to look at pitching prospects obviously and they need to get some of these other kids that are you know I'm just ready for these other kids that are in the system now that are in double a or wherever get them up get them on the team let them play I think Austin Hayes actually is just coming back from an injury so we may not see him until later in the year or something but man I'm just ready I'm so while I was off last week I didn't watch more than two full innings of any Oriole games, and they were on every night that I was off. One night I turned it on, and they had, I guess it was that night that they blew this big lead, and the game ended up going 15 innings or something like that. Mm. I, I, what's funny about them this year for me is I'm watching less about them, I'm watching less of them, but I'm reading more about them. Mm. I'll read every morning instead of watching the games because they suck. Like, mm. I don't, I don't want to waste my time. I, I don't need to waste my time watching them. But I want to see what people are saying about them. I want to see like what's uh, Peter Schmuck saying about them. What's speaking of that? I mean, what's Dan Connolly, who's really Baltimore's Baltimore baseball beat, I think, or something like that, is his website. He does great stories that aren't game stories. They're like second day stories every day they play. Anyway, I, I read more about them than I than I do watch. You, you mentioned Peter Schmuck, who had a column this week. Would the Orioles ever move? Uh, would they would they leave Baltimore, which was interesting, and and there has been, I don't think there's been a lot of chatter about that. It was an interesting idea he threw out there. Why would that be an idea? I, I question that too. Just because this whole dispute with the Nationals and this mass and money, and if the if, oh, the, if the judge yeah. rules against the Orioles yeah. and the or- they have to give up more, I mean they they dominate most of the yeah. sharings with the, with the they, mass and, and money right technically now. Technically so. considered a small market team, yeah. right? So. If they lose that income, um, they they could be in real trouble. And obviously, the, like Schmuck brought up the the numbers, the attendance numbers that I guess they had projected when Washington moved, when when the Nationals moved into Washington, and the whole Masson deal came about it was because the Orioles projected to lose attendance and they needed to compensate for that in another that, that's way. That's why that's why they got the better end of the Masson right. deal. Right, and those numbers are they bore out like they. They are seeing their attendance numbers drop. They have seen their attendance numbers drop in all of the years that the Nationals have been here, and they need that mass and money. I mean, to to keep it going and to be a competitor. And, 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 and meanwhile, the Nationals are saying the same thing. It's like, hey, you you said you approved our move to Washington, and we we need some of this money too uh, to, to have a chance to compete for free agents and and, and stay viable. But they agreed too, to so. it. That's what I don't yeah. get. Like, yeah. they, they agreed to it, and they said back then that it was a good deal, and now here they are it was, trying it was, to turn they, it around. They, they said it then because it was better than their right. their horrible situation in Montreal. But um, you I can't mean, you can't build that ballpark and leave what twenty years later. Could you imagine uh, that? I, I cannot imagine that. 
And did, oh, you're talking the Orioles leaving? Yeah, yeah I mean, I can't. That, that, it's it's one of the happen. premier ballparks it is. too. And, in, and he in the makes country. that point. If you read the article, I think largely what he was getting at and why he was mentioning what, it was well, because they're yeah. they're. What were you gonna say, Greg? I mean, what? I mean, no one, no one thinks it's likely to happen. Even right. even he said in the article, it's not likely to happen. It's just but. because they're playing. Okay, well, the large the, the, the sort of hook to the story was they're playing so poorly that it's making people think back to 1988 when they started the season 0 and 21 because was the last year that they played that. This is the last year that they've you know that was the last year they've played this poorly. And then Schmuck makes the connection. What happened in the 1980s in sports in Baltimore? The Colts moved under mm-hmm. cover of darkness. So oh, that, 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 was four, that was four years before that Orioles season, though. So Right, so mm-hmm. I guess he was trying to draw some parallels to that, yeah. and I didn't buy it. He, he, was, he was throwing the idea out there. I, I, don't, I don't even think he believed it, but it was, but it was, it was, interesting, it was right. interesting to read about it any, uh, anyway. And, and, and the Nats, I mean, I, I don't want to do a, are the Nats in trouble uh, segment. The Nats are in trouble. Segment, segment here in July. What's but, their problem, man? They're, but, but they're they, hosting the All-Star game. That's what their problem Bryce is. Bryce Harper's going to play in the, uh, he's gonna hit in the home run is he? contest. I think he said he's being pressured to anyway. From I, I don't think he's made well, a decision, though, because Aaron Judge is not. Okay. He's ha- He's been in such a slump that it might help him break out of it. it might have the, a lot of people say the home run derby screws up your swing. But in Bryce's case, it might get him back into a in, yeah. back into a groove. Yeah, Seems like it, all it, he actually is hitting is home runs. So well, he had a bunch of doubles the other night, I think. He had a, he has really good games peppered in, amongst. He, he's, he's been he's been he's been in a rel- he's been in a relative slump though. But by by well, his batting like standards. what two fifteen or That's something. That's the thing. Yeah, and we've we've discussed this with with Davis. You know, Chris Davis, who is hitting one fifty at this point of the season. That batting average is not going to get any better mm-hmm. unless Bryce Harper goes on like a Mike Trout type tear where mm-hmm. he gets like 26 hits and 35 at bats like that average is not coming up yeah to 250 anytime soon yeah yeah did you see two and I does mean, this hurt him i think it does i mean i he's not i think at this point you know sort of the idea that he was going to leave for new york i think that's pretty well gone at this think point so? i, I you think, think so why, why do you say that i don't know i i think that Just, they are I, He's ruining. I, mean, I shouldn't say he's ruining, but his value is definitely going down because he's like underperforming to to what standards were for him. Yeah, and I think the Nats would be willing to offer. I, I heard something recently. It'd be like, I think he wanted three hundred and fifty million over ten years, and I think uh, I think it was Barry Sferluga actually who said he's looking at something like two fifty over ten, and the and the Nats could give him that. Yeah. So I. Yeah, I mean his numbers been coming down. At one point, people were throwing around five hundred million, yeah. and then that everyone probably knew that was probably never going to happen. But four hundred seemed four hundred seemed like a real possibility back two years ago when he was winning the MVP in, yeah. in, in the National still, League. But he's so. still he's still young. Like, he's still young, and yeah. he's still a huge name, and he has sort of that attitude that yeah. sort of yeah. um, if, if you're going to pay someone that money he's the type of person you do it's the same with machado because they're both so yeah. young and, and by the time they get to the end of the contract they're still in their er, they're in their early to mid 30s right as opposed to paying a 30 year old that and albert the albert pujols deal or right or something like that and then they're 40 or a rod and they're for in, in their 40s by the time the contract ends they have some starting pitching issues right now Gio gonzalez i think monday night against tampa bay he threw 61 pitches in two innings i mean and he's supposed to be a formidable like number three, or yeah. Something, right. Uh, I mean, it's like Max Scherzer, Scherzer, and everyone else. They they I, they made that trade at the uh, what two or three weeks ago. I don't think we talked about it. They kind of fixed up the bullpen, and but now they don't have any starting pitching, and they can't get many. I mean, outside of Juan Soto, I I don't know yeah. what you have at this point. Uh, what's his name? The the 
the the the Rendon or no 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 from the Mets he came over Daniel Murphy Daniel Murphy yeah he's I well, mean, well he he's been hurt he's so, been hurt so, so, so you're trying to get back into the swing of things yeah they can't I still think it's just gonna, going. it's gonna come together and yeah. I I think they're gonna I think they'll get in the playoffs and then once they get in the playoffs man they have Scherzer and Strasburg yeah you have a one and a one a yeah. I, I'm, it's, I, I, that can they can do damage. Yeah, I did want to make that point clear. Like the Nationals are only a couple games out of first place here, so this is not a, a woe is the Nationals. And I'm not backing off my. I said they're going to win the World Series. You did. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll stick with it. Well, why? Why? Why did you? Well, you just have the feeling. I or, just. I yeah. think. Remember, we talked about this really early before the season started. It was just like they'd been ravaged by injuries year in and year out, and they're still having problems with that now. But it seemed like okay, get these guys together, um, have them stay healthy for a year. And they and they have a terrific farm system. We're seeing with these young guys coming up, and I think Soto's not even like their best prospect. I think they have another kid that was supposed to be better than him, but he got hurt in the minors is this that, year. Is that, is that Robles? Yes, or, yeah, I think that's yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And that's um, go ahead. But that's why if Bryce Harper does leave, I mean they. I think they're in okay hands, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's uh, Thomas Boswell basically laid that yeah. case out. Yeah. Like he said, like with their with their prospects and stuff. Like this is based. This so is just let him go. Bring these guys up, test the waters, and see if they're okay with with, with without Harper. I mean, if Harper's so. just, if Harper's just gonna hit two thirty, yeah. with you know thirty five <laughs> home runs and eighty RBIs, like let him go. Yeah, yeah. And Soto's like he's earning at something like one hundred thirty thousand dollars over the next yeah. three years, or yeah, they have him under control. Insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing you have to realize with these guys, like back when Chris Davis was hitting like. 50 home runs and 47 like those are peak years that's not what you're going to get every season yeah. that, that's like that's like best case scenario type stuff yeah and and you're just not going to get that every season so so when you're paying these guys that kind of money you have to you have to realize that so, there are going to be times where the contract doesn't look that good because they're going to go through slumps and various things just stuff that happens during the course of of the baseball season obviously so all right well, one, one topic that might be a bit dated but i definitely wanted to bring up with you guys have you did, the Phil Mickelson flap at the at, at the U.S. Open. Wow. I, I, I thought I thought we should touch on this. I think this so. is going to be the weekly I don't care segment for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually found it pretty interesting that that story took off because it was not really a story. Well, he did have to issue an apology. I mean, he that's did. BS. Yeah. The, the, the thing that I thought about it, it was overblown because he, the, uh, based on the rules of golf, he was penalized and he he accepted his penalty. And mm-hmm. I mean, uh, like he. Did something he shouldn't have done. He was penalized. That that that's it. I mean, but the immediate takeaway from everybody was, oh, the way that everybody explained it, I perceived it as though he was just pouting because the golf course he, was so bad and he, he wanted to make a statement. And I'm just thinking, you're you're probably the second best golfer of your generation. If Tiger Woods never existed, who knows what Phil Mickelson would have been. And you act like that. I mean, I don't know. It feels to me beneath him. Although I've also heard the other argument that says this makes him a man of the people, which he's is what, human. He's yeah. Like everybody, he's always been the man when pitched against Tiger Woods. It's like Phil Mickelson is more the every man than Tiger is. And this only affirms that because he's the dude who, you know, yeah, I, don't I mean, know. we've all we've all had that moment. And anyone that's played golf has had the moment where they go. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're just beyond frustrated. And you just I mean, look at Tiger. Tiger whines about people in their cameras and stuff like that. And, and that he actually acts like a child about stuff like that. So Mickelson, what? Big deal. Mickelson's like 40. Is he 45 years old or something at this point? He's a little, old, a little older than that. Is this one so. slip up in his career where he got a little ticked off? And, yeah, and he was he, he was penalized. He was penalized for it. I mean, 
if you don't like the if you don't like the uh, breadth of the penalty, then then change change the rules, change change the rule book. So some people were saying you should have been disqualified because it was just against the spirit of the game. And he could have been. I heard yeah. a lot of people saying that, right? Yeah. Uh, and, I saw. And, and, and you could make the case for that, but uh, he was he was sending a statement to the the United States Golf Association that this course is BS. <laughs> That's basically what he was saying by doing that. And 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 this setup is a joke, and and we shouldn't be playing on a course like this. That that I think that was the message he was trying to send, and it was a and it was just a human moment of, of uh, yeah, frustration. Do you so. really think he was like thinking like I'm going to send a message as he was running toward that ball? Not and not no. I, I think he, throughout the throughout the whole uh, this was I guess it happened on Saturday. So f- through the first three rounds, he's thinking like this course is ridiculous and it's a joke and and it's not fair so it it wasn't premeditated in the time he's from the time he struck the putt to the time he hit the ball while it was still moving but i I think over the course of the three days that that was just the straw that broke the camel's back that that putt so um so it was was interesting um and 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 it was something he definitely shouldn't have done but he was penalized for it it was interesting something in golf was interesting that is worth noting right there right (laughs) <laughs> well, what was Kepka? Kepka won back to back U.S. Opens, right? And and he's a, he's an embrace. He's a uh, guy that just worked hard. He went overseas. Uh, uh, he wasn't afraid to fail, and he's he's come back and he's put this great career together. And yet, he's, he's it's hard to gain much traction. Poor golf, right? Poor golf. <laughs> well, you're going to cover golf. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll be down at the at the national um, right. uh, the, the Tiger down Tournament at, down at down at TPC Avenel. So. Are you are you excited? Yes, I am. Are so. you gonna Are you gonna get any autographs? Uh, no, because I'm a, well. If Jessica Simpson is there, uh, yes, I, I I will. So that's at the pro am. Isn't the pro am still like? Does it is it the day before the tournament starts? Do they still have that? I don't even know. Um, yes, yes, they had it uh, today, I, oh, okay. I, I believe, or, or Wednesday, today or so. yesterday. And just for someone that didn't, for people that didn't get the Jessica Simpson joke, which would be just about everyone, but but Josh, she she was she was uh, at the pro am with Tony Romo uh, several years back. She happened to be walking by. I, You've I, told this story on, ha- have on I, the podcast I, I, before. I, yeah. I held my note notepad out there just yeah. just for just for a laugh to see what would happen, and she scribbled her name on it. So. Yeah. so, so that's that, but no, I will not be getting autographs. I will be a working uh, professional. Which so. which would you value more, an autograph from Razor Ramon or your Jessica Simpson autograph? Yeah, uh, probably Jessica. <laughs> yeah. I have an Iron Sheik autograph, and that's already wow. more valuable than Jessica Simpson's. I, I had a King Kong Bundy autograph from the time he appeared at the Keys game. And um and it's it, probably stuck behind a desk somewhere, isn't it? It's either that or it's, or it's trash because it it fell it fell off yeah. my uh my uh line the lining that holds things on the under the cubicle the board, my desk yeah. yeah, and I think it might have gotten trashed or, or, or recycled. So that's a shame. So it was depressing. You so. should watch, who who's the biggest name golfer this weekend coming? Uh, uh, Tiger, Tiger. Uh, Ricky Fowler, top ten player. What you do um, is what you do. You go up to Tiger, you say, "Al, <laughs> <laughs> you know who I am." <laughs> See, say see hello. if he gets it. <laughs> say hello to the bad guy. <laughs> to the bad guy. <laughs> hey, Ricky Fowler's never won a major, right? He's is he right. that guy now? Like the best player to never have won a major. I think he's on the list. Yeah, he's, uh, he he's, seems he's, like he's high. He's on a the pretty list. memorable guy. At least he's somebody I know just because of his hats and his. Yeah, he wears whatever. colorful, colorful stuff. He's wow, young. With, with Puma, so. He's one of the young stars that no one seems to understand are actually good for <laughs> golf. <laughs> right. But, but but the point you raised uh, is that, yeah, I mean, why does golf have to be more than what it is? I mean, it, it's always – I've like, never understood people who get all worked up about – like when I used to – when I was really into the UFC way back in the, like, 
like 2014 like it really but <laughs> no it was like when i first got into it like the late like 2006 to 2010 it was everybody was like when you know we need this sport to blow up you know it needs to get big it needs to get yeah. popular i'm like why Dana it's White, fine the way it is dan dan was talking about being the biggest bigger than right. the nfl bigger, bigger right. than golf bigger than um soccer he was trying to try and they're obviously in a huge entity now but i think it's almost ruined it um, but you know, my point but, is, uh, my point is with golf is like, why does golf need to be more popular than it is? I, all I all the that. all these things have like niche qualities yeah. to them, like horse, horse racing. We've had two triple crown winners in in four years now. Is, is horse racing racing blown up? <laughs> right. Uh, it, it all not really. People right. people tune in for the for the two races for sure, and the third, the Belmont, if if there if there's a contender, and that's what it's been. There's only the so many things that we can pay attention to, people. That's true. That's what I feel like. Regular. It's just there's That's too true. much stuff going Unless on. Unless you obsess your life with sports, right? Right. Um, the World Cup is going on. Uh, uh, Josh, I, it doesn't sound like you want caught I most of it. Um, anything, yeah. But uh, but the defending champion, as we record this, Germany is is, is out. They're out in the group stage uh, f- uh, for the first time ever. Um, so um, it's kind of like missing the tournament altogether. Right. Yeah. I mean. Uh, Colin, have you been paying attention a, a little bit, or a little bit? I have a bracket. Um, you did do one, just yeah. for just for yourself, or uh, again, did you enter a? Alan and I are going head to head. The All winner right. gets a Razor Ramon autograph. Uh, <laughs> you got yeah, the, I mean Belgium. Belgium's been a lot of fun to watch. Argentina. They, been, it seems like they've been the best team by far yeah. so far. I, I like uh, I like the whole Cristiano Ronaldo um, Messi thing, and I like. I I actually like sort of the pettiness that R- Ronaldo's doing by growing a goatee because you know to combat Messi posing with a goat for greatest. Did you guys? I don't even know. What you're talking. I just know that that guy is like super sexy, and I don't, I, it's like impossible <laughs> so, to be sexier than Cristiano. Ronaldo. There was some there. I think it was a magazine, an international magazine. I think it's called Paper. It was the magazine, if I'm not mistaken, was the one that gained a lot of traction because Kim Kardashian posed naked on it uh, like a year or two ago. And they did some type of issue. Uh, they had this photo shoot with Messi posing, posing with a goat, saying he was the greatest of all time. Uh, so Cristiano Ronaldo took exception to that and, as a rebuke, grew a goatee for this World Cup and also came out and scored a hat trick in, in I think, this, I think their first game. While Messi has struggled. He's yeah, he not, missed well, a couple of they, 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 They've each kick. missed penalty penalty yeah. kicks yeah. Uh, in this World Cup. Yeah, Ronaldo, Ronaldo's Ronaldo outplayed him. No, no, uh, there's no, no, no arguing that. But they have both missed penalty kicks uh, in, in this World Cup. Did so. you guys? Did you guys see the Diego Maradona stuff uh, well, where he oh, was up in the up in the? He was celebrating and now he's luxury in the, box. And now he's in the hospital or something like <laughs> yeah. that. So he I'd, like lost his mind on. In the luxury box during their game, and was just giving double middle fingers to the crowd, and <laughs> was like going crazy. There are great photos of him that I've seen online, and yeah, apparently like he needed assistance to be taken into some back room after the match. Yeah, he, was he, over he, he wound he, up he wound up in an ambulance, and I, yeah. I think they took him to the hospital. So I mean, that guy was pretty notorious for like his drug habits, wasn't he? Back in the day. Oh yeah, he was always a character though. Too. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I would argue that he's a. a a more influential he's the only Still one to bring argentina a cup right. messi hasn't done that right. and that's that's why when it comes to like no, the that discussion is, that doesn't diminish messi though well I, but I, I see i have i know that we talk about this all the time we talk about you know especially in strictly american sports or the nba and the nfl and major league baseball and things like that we talk about the rings the ring conversation but when i think of world cup i actually think in order to be considered the greatest of all time i think you need a world cup I think you need one of those. I think you do. And and 
it's every four years. It, you know, I don't know. There's something to me that's a little bit more prestigious about and it. And a lot a of these guys. Different. But but there's so much of it that's out of his control, though. I mean, uh, draw. Uh, what, what what happens with his teammates? What happens with the other team? Well, you could say that in any sport. It's the draw in the NBA. It's, you know. If you're a the, transcendent player, I think yeah. you're right. Especially with these guys who start at such a young age. Like, yeah. they are premier players are playing on these top teams when they're like 20 yeah and by the time how long do these guys play in their mid-30s right so they should yeah. get to how many world cups well, they should have at least three, three or four, four. Yeah. probably four yeah i'm sorry he should probably yeah. if he's if he's that transcendent he yeah. should probably be able to you're, lift you're talking to be the greatest of all time the yes. greatest of all yes. time it's okay. like when, when you think about um peyton manning and or you think about anybody in the nfl really you know you have an entire section of your team where you're not even on the field you talk about not having control over things. You have a whole defensive unit that comes out. You have absolutely no control over that. I, you know, there are much more players involved on a football team in a football game. I think, you know, if if Peyton Manning never won a Super Bowl, we would not be talking about him. He'd be and, Dan Marino part two. Exactly. Uh, so I think for something like this, you you have to win a World Cup. I think it has to happen. Hey, I mean, it, it could still happen. I mean, they, they, they qualified yeah, for, for, yes, for the knockout round. But they barely, yeah. yeah. Who, so who are the other players we're talking about in that conversation? Pele, right? And Maradona? Well, are I those, mean, Maradona, yeah, at least in, in Argentina. Are those, course, to t- like, who else? Ronaldo's got to be in the conversation, too. Ronaldo, yeah. I I don't I mean the game and this is a lousy argument anyway but I mean the game is so much different now than than it once was I mean the the quality of people it's the same thing with yeah. the NFL it's the same thing with all the other sports we usually it's talk so about so popular in those yeah like the bodies overseas. of these soccer players you see now are not like go look at a picture of Pele you know <laughs> like those the bodies the physical specimens they are not yeah, the, nearly the all same all these guys are, are super ripped now where yeah. that wasn't always the case like look look at base look at baseball like yeah. like Babe Ruth was not in, in shape <laughs> yeah but by even by any standard yeah. so yeah um, I mean it's it's been there have been a lot of bad games <laughs> you know it hasn't been that great of a world cup i think thus far so i'm hoping things pick up as the, as the, as the, the lack of the u.s is that is that, i mean is that is that made you feel it's been less of a world cup because no, of that I, I don't i don't think so now i i mean if the u.s was in it i would be i mean that would be i'd take off work each day we had a game but i'd I just think the play hasn't been great. You know, there, there hasn't been a lot of stories. You know, the, the the main players that everybody thought would be there, they've had a lot of trouble. Germany, obviously, is out. Argentina's had trouble. And then you have, I don't think we talked about this before, but I predicted correctly that Russia was going to dominate because I said the fix was in, and look what happened. All all Putin had to do was was so they won their first game, I think five nil, and the, then the, they're advancing, but they lost. They lost their they didn't they didn't win their group. Yeah, yeah well, Uruguay the, uh, won their group. The second uh, I'm trying to think of the second match though. They were up. It was like they were up three nil in early did, in the second they lose half. It? Or I don't even remember at this point, but uh, and the, Russia's two and one. They won two, lost one. So well, then they probably won the first two, I guess. Yeah. So Russia's going to win it all. Better, are these the best athletes in the world? Or is, I would is it basketball? Or uh, I, 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 would so, I would so argue the, the NBA's got the best athletes in the world. Oh, I don't think no, 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 no. I don't think th- I don't think that at all. Uh, soccer, you're, you're going. These are like marathon runners yeah, who can also do yeah. incredibly skilled things with their feet. The, the basketball court is such a small thing compared to a soccer field. No, but leaping ability, hand eye, hand eye coordination. Could okay? Can could soccer players dribble a basketball? 
uh, fairly easily, probably. Could could basketball players, you know, do tricks with uh, their feet? Not a lot of them. Right. That's a really good point because they're totally different body types. Yeah. They're like these elongated creatures, whereas soccer soccer players are probably your pound sort for of pound. like pound for pound, like yeah. just the the prime sort of body type. We talk yeah. about this a lot. What about, what about NFL players too? I mean, yeah, like I six six. Six six like two hundred fifty pound tight ends. They could yeah. jump and move and stuff like that. I think so. we're, I think what we would want to say is like by and large, like if you're looking at these groups of athletes, like who are the who is the best group of athletes in the world? I don't know that NFL because you got these big fat guys that are on the line. Now, great, they, granted, they uh, are on, great uh, athletes on, on average. Right? I'm not saying they aren't because anybody who's six eight and weighs three hundred twenty pounds, like Rob Havenstein, and can run. As much as he does, and those guys aren't, and those guys aren't as fat as you, right. you think. I mean, a they lot might of have well, guts, right? Yeah. Okay, so but think you go back to the NBA comparison, like somebody like Glenn Davis, you know, and you've seen like Boogie Cousins, things like those are not great bodies, but they are successful in the NBA. You could not have, or uh, what's his name, uh, Rand, Zach Randolph, like look yeah, at that guy. You could not have that body and exist at world class soccer. Like you, you literally totally could. True. Every yeah. player on the field is chiseled you, you, you guys are probably right it probably is soccer it's a good debate though i mean yeah. i think call in let us know what you think <laughs> 1-800-JASP <laughs> <laughs> who's sexier ronaldo or lebron or the, or the bad guy or a <laughs> no there's hands down there <laughs> um there was something else i was gonna say but go ahead greg I don't know. Greg, you're the host. Yeah, you're the host, man. What else you got? You got it. Before we leave soccer, I want to say that I got to attend my first uh, MLS game. Really? Um, Yes. You were on Colorado. I I was out in Colorado visiting family. That's a good soccer town, isn't it? uh, It it is. Uh, We went. We went. uh, Denver, uh, the Colorado Rapids. uh, Great craft beer town too. Please tell me you drank a craft beer while you were out there. Um, I you might have had one in the can, but but I did not. I did not go out for a. Craft beer, no. I am so disappointed in you. Well, my legendary drinking prowess. uh, Yeah, well, you didn't want to pass out again. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Chris Sands would would probably spit on you if he knew you went to Colorado and didn't drink a craft beer. It's true, um, but it, it was it was interesting. The game was won in stoppage time in mm. in in the ninety sixth minute. Uh, they said there was at least six minutes of stoppage time, and it had to have been at least that long before there was a corner kick, and and the ball was headed in. The winning goal by for Colorado, the home team, was he, was go. headed in in the ninety sixth minute or so. And did you jump out of your seat and give the crowd the double middle fingers like Diego? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not, but but it was it was an were exciting you, game. You, were you going crazy? And it, it was an interesting experience. I mean, it was they had like drums going, but they almost seemed like they were like I, I couldn't tell if there were actual drums or if it was like drumming noises like being just piped into the stadium over the uh, over over the over that's the probably PA what it system. Was. So. Yeah. I just, just to give it a little bit, bit of an atmosphere. Trying to get you uh, clapping. And good crowd. Yeah, they they clapped on the on the corner kicks and stuff. So um, so it it, it was interesting and then soccer's fine and, and, and it, was, it was exciting. So yeah, that's um, the, I mean why isn't last, soccer more popular here? <laughs> right. Damn it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's it's my favorite live sport. Like if the U.S. Yeah, won the World Cup, would that alter the landscape uh, dramatically? No. It, 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 would, it would alter the landscape, I'd argue, but not, but not dramatically. So I don't know how it changed. I don't. We've talked about. Yeah, that. I mean, city I, kids aren't suddenly going to yeah join but, soccer leagues. But people, kids aren't playing football now too. So I don't know. Right. I don't know who knows. I refuse to believe that having headers in soccer is the equivalent of getting a concussion. I had concussion this discussion playing. with somebody just recently. I agree with you there. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think it is. Well, I, I think. Th- for females, 
that is the number one sport for concussions. And mm-hmm. it's largely from what I have read because of their musculature and their necks and their, uh, you know, and all the heading that they do, if you do it improperly, Mm -hmm. uh, it it makes them more susceptible. You've you've done big stories on, on local, on local female soccer players. This is why I know this. Who have experienced serious concussions and and symptoms and have had their lives altered by, by the number of headers they took in soccer. So, so from, from that standpoint, I can see why people may want to, uh, limit that at the youth, youth stages, but, I don't know. If you teach it properly. It's just not the same as, you know, getting tackled and having your head bounce. I just, I, I with a helmet on and yeah. everything, I, I don't. So where's LeBron going to go? Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> that's exactly what I was about to say. I mean, you, you hear a different story uh, every that's, day. We're so. about, what, a week away? So, I'm so, glad he's not talking much or, like, having uh, meetings with people that everyone knows about. I'm glad he's sort of, like, sitting back. Hopefully, hopefully he has... He he doesn't have the big press conference. Um, he just has a normal press conference. He doesn't do the big television special. Like hopefully he's learned his lesson from that. But but yes, wow. let's open uh, Medusa's box. Um, sound effect. I've 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 heard pe- people have told me they they like the sound effect when when <laughs> yeah, Medu- right. when Medu- no seriously when, when Medusa's box opens. First so. of all, people listen to this. Second yeah. of all, they like that sound effect. I thought we were just <laughs> Thank you. Hey yo. <laughs> So what, what's what's in Medusa's box? Where's LeBron going? Oh, where's up? LeBron going? Well, I mean, all the reports. It's it's a slam dunk to Los Angeles is everything that I'm reading. So, what what, what is, is going, going on, on with that yeah. noise? <laughs> is it my uh, cord here? I'll t- I'll stop fiddling with the cord. I don't think it's you. It might be you, Greg. I don't know. I'm I'm not touching, not touching anything. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. This is a discussion about LeBron. Like it's just setting things yeah. off here. I at this point, could you imagine him going anywhere else? Other than L.A., is that what you're saying? Yeah. There was an interesting article I read uh, the other day. I think it was um, – I'm trying to remember who wrote it. I just saw it. Um, Le- LeBron wore – oh, it was Dave McMiniman who uh, writes for ES- – he covers the Cavs for ESPN.com, and he made note that LeBron – see you're touching that, man. That's is it me? It's you yeah, doing it. it's you. Knock it off. Uh, Come right. on, man. Hey, yo. <laughs> anyway, um, he wrote – LeBron, I think in his uh, post – uh, season or or his press conference after his last game, or there's no there there's no magic pill T-shirt, and the the inference there was like, look, no matter where I go, like we're not favored to beat Golden State. Yeah, yeah. I I mean that that's the thing that still baffles me about the Los Angeles thing. I just don't know why that's emerged, and it seems like it's definitely going to happen. What is luring him there? Is it the Hollywood thing? You can't tell me it's winning. You cannot tell me that that he's going there, and within two years they're going to be a contender. Sorry, again, <laughs> but we like. W- what are your other options? You stay in Cleveland. Boston is obviously going to be really, really good. I, I don't know if I'm if I'm LeBron. Like I've said before, I w- I would I would stay in Cleveland, or I'd at least stay in the East. Maybe go to Philadelphia. That's what, I, that's what I've always said. Yeah. I think I think stay in the East. It gives you a clear, not a clear path, not a clear path, but a clearer path to the back to the finals, wherever it is that you go. I think he stays in Cleveland. Uh, you do? Yeah. Wow. I, I think so too. I, I, wow. I, I, because he he did uh, he also said that fan. And the, and the premise of the article was don't. I mean, all these people are saying he's going here, he's going there. Cleveland's Cleveland's done. They just can't beat Golden State. But but don't ca- discount the fact that 
Um, that's home. That, that's where he's from. His family's from there. His his son is uh, has a chance to go to the high school that he went to, St. Vincent, St. Mary's, and like all these family considerations. And and like if you 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 can't go any like no matter where he goes, he's not going to be favored to beat Golden State. So so why not? Well, why leave? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I mean, in, I, in Cleveland, in Cleveland, yeah, and Boston and Philly could pass you, but but uh, but they would still have a puncher's chance uh, to get there, like they did this year. And yeah, I, I would really try to reload. I mean, rent Kawhi Leonard for a year, you know, do do whatever you can, throw all your chips in. And the problem is they don't have a lot of cap space, and they have a ton yeah. of bad contracts they would have to move. Yeah, exactly. So. Like like who's who's taking Tristan Thompson? Who's taking J.R. Smith's contract? Yeah. I mean, and and for, for to get teams to take those contracts, you you have to give up assets, and then you have to bring or uh, include assets to go along with them, and they and they just don't have them. So there's yeah. not a ton they could do to the roster, I, I don't think. So yeah, these are all good points. The, the reason why I just think he's staying is because at this point, when is this decision? Is it like this Friday, the opening of free agency, July first. So I, just, I, I think Monday. with the way this world works and the way that's Sunday, every, Sunday, yeah, the way everything moves in today's society and there, there's reports that break, we would know something, or we would we would have heard something probably a little more concrete about where he's leaning from someone, and that's why I think. He's not leaning outside of Cleveland. Well, That's- no, I mean that all the reports that I read do say that he's leaning outside of Cleveland. Like every there was something that that broke today. But do they all say something different? That's my no. Point. They all like- say Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, and there there was something today where uh, this apparently. I mean, I have no idea who these people are. Well, how would I? But apparently, LeBron has a friend. Uh, who had predicted a couple weeks before he announced he was going back to Cleveland. He said, oh, LeBron, and he went on Twitter and said LeBron's going to Cleveland, and then he went to Cleveland. Uh, and he went on Twitter today and said, you know, started tweeting at Kyle Kuzma and tweeting it all, and like, oh, he's coming, get the get the, get the the rings ready, you know, all of that okay. stuff. So Read the I, tea leaves. Let's, yeah. let's. Well, the, uh, Lonzo Ball is still out there, and, Le- and LeBron's been very outspoken against LeVar Ball, so does he want to attach himself – to the ball, to the ball family. Uh, I'm going to tell you in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Magic Johnson uh, came out, I think, today or yesterday, and said that there, if they don't make a splash this summer, in, in uh, did you in see two, this? Two, 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 two years. Two, in, two in two years, years he'll resign. Yeah. So I, I, he's, he, I don't think he'd say that unless if he had an inclination. But, but, that's but, but again, again, looking at it closer, like what's what's the reason why LeBron would go to LA? There's uh, winning, winning would not seem to be the reason because even if they bring Paul George and even if they bring Paul George and and trade for Kawhi Leonard, I don't. Think uh, are are you taking that team over Golden State uh, in, in in its first no. year? Um, so so winning is not the reason, and and all the other stuff, the movies, all he he has houses out there. He 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 could do that during the off season. So. Right. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, to me, it would be very anticlimactic, and I would actually be disappointed if he went to L.A. I, I don't want him to go. And, to and LA. if he went to the Lakers, he's just another play, great yeah. player for the Lakers. He's not. He's not the franchise like he's been for, for the Cavs. But he also wasn't the franchise in Miami. That was Dwayne Wade. Weirdly enough, he, Dwayne right, Wade had well, one more ring, and yeah, know. and and he, he just didn't play there long enough uh, yeah. either. But but he is Mr. Cleveland Cavalier, whereas the Lakers, he's just another great player in a long in a long line of them. So. I wonder how um, much of it has to deal with uh, the owner, how much they really don't get along, you know? I don't think he would have come back, though, if it was that big. Of, I mean, it, it yeah. still could be an issue, and they don't have to be best friends. But, um, but Man, did you see there was that one slot after one of the games, he, like, walked past him on the way to the press conference, gave him a cold shoulder. They just they do not get along. And if you're the owner, if you're Dan Gilbert, 
get along. Yeah, man. What <laughs> like, what's you, your problem? Exactly. You know? No, your but but in defense of Dan Gilbert, Dan Gilbert has spent every dollar that he's been asked to spend yeah. by, Le, by by LeBron's people and everyone. He hasn't and he, invested in Tristan Thompson, for instance, and, and look where that JR, got him. Yeah. J.R. Smith. All the look, Dan Gilbert spends money. Like uh, like like he's given LeBron pretty much everything he's ever wanted. So 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 for so for, for LeBron to be chapped that he wrote some nasty letter. I, I mean, I, I get it at the time, but here we are. What yeah. eight eight years eight years later. Um, and and we're we're still not over a letter that someone wrote about me. I mean, yeah. again, you don't have to be best friends with the guy, but but it's like, hey, I'm yeah. not over things people wrote about me 20 years ago. Okay, right. so <laughs> so what do what, what what are you looking forward to? I'll I'll, I'll start, and I had a good one on on Sunday on the Tennis Channel. There's going to be a special uh, called Strokes of Genius. It's it's it, it's based off uh, John Wertheim's uh, book Strokes of Genius, which oh, is the, which is the next one book. Su- Sunday, July first, uh, I think at eight o'clock on on Tennis Channel, and, and it's going to be like a two hour documentary on Better. on 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 the on the, on the match oh, that was, it was based mm-hmm. off of, and I'm sure they'll dive into the careers. Greg, of, and you of, and me need to get together and hold hands while that's on. <laughs> we we do, <laughs> and and light 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 some candles and turn down. Oh, yeah. The lights and this and is very. I'm just gonna do my doll. Thank you this very is, much. This I, is a wonderful documentary. No, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very, 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 very happy. <laughs> it's almost like Sammy Sosa there, right? Uh, do that too. Hey, where is my documentary? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Razor. Calm down. Yeah, that sounds great. You can yeah. catch the Razor's Edge, yo. <laughs> so, um. So Sunday, Sunday night on uh, Tennis Channel, uh, 8 o'clock, uh, Strokes of Genius, the special is called. I think it's two hours, and it'll be, be, be based on the match, but obviously also dive into the careers and lives. Two, 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 two of the great, great, yeah. greatest tennis – probably the two greatest tennis players ever. That's maybe that, – that's um, among my favorite books. I think somebody – I think I lent that book to Danielle here. I better get back that, get that back from her. She's yeah, leaving. She's got – I got to talk to her. hours. But, no, John Wertham wrote that, uh, well, how many ever years and, ago? And I think Six. he – and he worked for Tennis Channel. I'm sure yeah. he was instrumental in, in, do, in conducting a lot of the interviews for the special. I'm sure he was very hands-on in producing the special too. So, so, that, so that should be excellent. Josh? Right. Oh, uh, I can talk a little bit about something I read that I wanted to draw people's attention to that was from the Frederick News Post. It was in 72 Hours, Alan Etzler's column. Oh, that's right. I, well, I not column. Well, no, he wrote a column, but that was in 70, was that in 72 Hours? Yeah, yeah. well, which one? Are you talking about the Maryland The stuff? Maryland, yeah. the Maryland one. Oh, I, you can blame me for that. That was great. I, I, the first I, draft. I, I enjoyed that one. The too. first draft that he turned in, I shot it right back to him. I'm like, really? you need to be five million times more mean here's some examples and give then, us some edge bam baby. and he came back and now all of a sudden he's the I most wanted it. man in i love Maryland. it it was it was it was totally honest and it was funny <laughs> and it was biting and it was only one thing that he had in that 72 hours that was you know monumental if you say that because he had the bull riding story as well yeah yeah that's so, where i thought you were going with that well yeah i i have bookmarked that i and i i don't know if i have i think i still have a copy of it on my desk as well. I am definitely going to be taking some time to read that because he's he he's one of the best writers that's been here, mm-hmm. and and a, and a, and a writer slash reporter, and now he's writing columns. So, uh, anytime you can read his stuff, I think it's. it's I'm, it's I'm fun. curious about the first draft of his Maryland's. What was he like qualifying everything? Like, I, I say this, yeah, but was he like sugarcoating everything or like he was trying to pussyfoot I, a little uh, bit? Yeah. Well, yeah, there was a lot of that, but there's also, and Josh, you might know this too because you've written a lot of columns. And I've definitely written a lot of hateful columns yeah. in my life. So, so there's a lot of, um, there's a certain. There's a certain approach I think you have to take 
to that kind of column. And it's different from any other column that you write. Like, I, I really, really believe that. And I, I gave him two options uh, after the first draft about which way to go. Uh, and they were both profanity-laden, so I won't repeat them here. But but it, it's, it essentially, like, boils down to, you know, if you're going to be – you can either be the ignorant uh, a-hole, you know, and, and just do that, or you can – you know, you can be ignorant or arrogant. And uh, he, he came back with, with a just like going all in on yeah. <laughs> the, the, I knew the flag stuff was going to be the thing that yeah. hurt people. And I think the, the response that he got too was people kind of agreed with him on crabs. Like nobody really likes crabs around here, but the Maryland flag, don't you dare touch that. So, well, I think your point to, to your point, when you're writing columns like that, um, and you, and it's a, it could be a sensitive thing and you could hurt people's feelings or whatever. Just do it. Yeah. It, it, like that's my, like I was just say, if there's something you want to say, just say it. Yeah. You're wasting everybody's time. If you're yeah. only 80% there, like exactly. you really, if you need to make a point, you need to take a position, you need to yeah, stay by that's that the position. Thing. And I think a lot, you know, especially with people who have don't or haven't written columns, you know, when you first kind of get into it, which, you know, we've been working on his column now the last month or two, he started it. You know, it takes a little time to to. That's find a voice that. that's tough to find. You're yeah. right. So anyway, I was I was pleased with the, the work that I saw from him, as I always am. Um, and the other thing was, I saw Red Sparrow finally. That's right. And uh, and is it as advertised? Man, well, it was the advertisement for it was pretty bad. I guess the, the, it got bad reviews, and yes. rightly so. Oh, okay. It was not good, in my opinion. My my wife actually sat and watched it with me. She hardly ever watches anything that I put on because she falls asleep. But she stayed up and watched it. She thought it was good. She had better review of it she than I did. It was good. She oh, did. Wow. Um, you know, so I'm. I don't know. I was. I got sort of what I was expecting in some ways, but it didn't really deliver. Wasn't that much. an acclaim? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Wasn't there some acclaim to that movie? Or no, it was no, just. It no. was basically just. It was largely in the news because she got Jennifer Lawrence. There's nudity of her in that. In okay. that. And well, that was her sort of answer back to those people who hacked her phone and released her nude photos i guess she said i'm gonna do this under you know my own, my my own on, control on my, terms, my, on my yes. terms yes and i mean she was I, I think she's fantastic and she's gorgeous so i was interested to watch her for two and a half hours and she certainly is beautiful in the movie but it's the, two and a half hours it's like two hours that and 20 minutes too long there, for a movie like that. i completely agree with you and it, that's part part of the reason why i give it a bad review it just went on too long there were some yeah. twists and turns and you i had been drinking beer and was not really paying <laughs> much attention yeah. So I didn't quite catch a couple other things. And I'm like, ah, eh, whatever, this movie's over. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. So whatever. Some people died. Some people did. There were a couple That's of it. really, a lot of Russian really accents. Good scenes that we would all appreciate. Um, so you, you know, if you want to spend two and a half hours for two scenes, just uh, go to instead, just go to MrSkin.com or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's the abridged version. Yeah, of exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm going to go with the hot dog eating contest. Ooh. July 4th is Wednesday. I don't know if we're going to tape before then or not, but, uh, you that's really watched it. You watched it. Well, the thing about it is I don't, but what always ends up happening one way or another, I always find myself somewhere where it's on, be it at a bar or be it at a party or be it at somebody's, you know, it's like for whatever reason, somebody has left their television or a place has left their television on ESPN and they're showing Kobayashi. I think it's disgusting. I do too. I can't, 
I don't like it at all. I I think it like no, the then whole. Why, then why are you looking forward to it? <laughs> because, because to because me, it's to American. Himself. Yeah, he's a masochist. It's as American as apple pie at this point. It's it's well, a it's tradition. definitely for the times. It's a yeah. great event for the times because everyone is just like glutton about everything. Yeah, I just the whole dipping it in water and eating it thing. Yeah. I don't get that at all. I don't. Yeah, because well, you can choose to have it with or without a bun, right? No, no I, you got to do a bun. No, and that's why they that's why they wet the buns. Yeah. They're, they're, well, I thought Kobayashi used to, to do it just like he would just shove the sink like just the no, he just, just does the that meat for dinner into his face. Okay. Yeah, no, you have to you have to eat the buns, and the buns are easier to easier to consume in mass quantity <laughs> when when they're when they're grossly when they're grossly wet. That's disgusting. So. That's absolutely disgusting. some of the phrases that we just spoke here. Yeah, pretty funny. You should put a shove the meat in in your face. Something about buns. Wet buns. Yeah, <laughs> probably a cue for us to wrap it up. Uh, hey yo, <laughs> I wonder how Razor Ramon likes his hot yeah. dogs. Hey yo, I like a little onion. How do you like yours? I like uh, mustard and onion. Mustard and onion. I, I like mustard and relish. Greg, I'm plain. So oh, I will. I'm boring. I will. I will. We will end on this. Uh, one day a week ago, uh, Chris Kinsler uh, brought in the fire dog from Sheets for me i didn't know what that was and it is a hot dog with uh boom boom sauce and pica de gaia and uh sour cream and all this nonsense on it i was so hungry he brought it i ate it it was fine so then two nights later it was very very late at night it was a very long day of drinking and so I went back to sheets. Long and, hard uh, day. Yeah. Aren't all your days? Uh, <laughs> long, well, this was this was a, a weekend day, and you I went. went back it was a sheets. Saturday. I went to sheets, and I got two of them. Did you wait? Did you go to sheets to get gas and just say, "Hey, I'm gonna go in and get a hot dog"? Or no, you I went, went out eat. of your way to go to sheets? I went out. Well, eat. no, well, I had not eaten all day, and I had. I had nothing but drinks all day. And is this also the sheets that you almost died going to? That's exactly. It's the same sheets I, that I walked to in the snow Probably and almost died. Probably not a good place for you to continue I'll tell you what. After that, I will never be having that hot dog again after that night without giving too many details mm. away. So awesome. that was rough. There's my hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> there's my hot dog. Next week we hope to have a, we hope to have a guest. Maybe maybe it'll be the bad guy, uh, Scott Hall. Hey yo. Uh, but more likely, uh, will be a Barry's Verlugo, Washington Post columnist. We hope to have him on next week. No no promises yet because we don't have it locked in. Uh, we've been in touch. It's going to happen uh, sometime soon, but but maybe not as soon as next week. But uh, but we're we're aiming for next week to, uh, to have Mr. Uh, Zverluga on, and we'll talk to him about. Uh, just uh, his career and, and covering the Capitals Stanley Cup run and, and covers and, the Nats too. And, uh, yeah, all, all that stuff. He's one of the he's definitely one of the best sports writers in the country. Yeah. So uh, so we look forward to that. Um, anything else before we before we depart? Happy Fourth uh, of July. Happy Fourth of July. Hopefully we might be able to record before then. So there you go. All right. See for, you then. For, for Scott Hall, Josh Smith, uh, I'm Greg Swatek. We'll see you next week on just another sports podcast.